Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Good evening and welcome to the live NBA draft party of down to dog. I am Luke. Joined this evening by Andrew. Wow, that was really, really something. I say I'm just fired up to be here today. Pretty cool. Pretty damn cool. Wow. Oh, slam through. Taylor. All right, boys, let's get this podcast on the roll. Let's get it on up now. Slampler. And Jay. It's Jay. Not sure I want to be here. Boy, I don't know if I'm fired up to be here anymore. Uh, So the 2021 NBA draft is almost in the books. We did it. Yep. We did it. The Thunder shocked the world. They did. Disappointed a fan base. <laughs> Rock so Twitter. Many, so many available options in yeah. our imagination yeah. for how this evening would go. Yep. And not in any one of those scenarios that had played through my mind numerous times did what happened tonight yep. actually happen. Yeah. Except for Lee Ellis. Lee Ellis this morning warned me live on No Dunks that they are going to take Josh Giddy at six. So. We can't say we were completely caught off guard. I I even sent you guys a text earlier today that Giddy at six is a real thing. You did. You did. So. Here, here's the deal: is I'm actually number one. We are live outside at ACT Iowan. ACT Iowan. Coming for us. There's a lot of action going There's on. There's a lot going on here. But uh, here's the deal: is I'm actually not. If the Thunder were going to be left with the sixth pick, and that was it. Yeah. I'm not disappointed in sure. Josh Giddy. Like I yeah, I get it. It makes total sense. He is a high potential pick. He's young, yeah. a year younger than Kate Cunningham, who went number one overall. Like it doesn't bother me that he went six. I think the thing is, is is for Thunder fans is you feel such such an immense pressure yeah. to be something different. And a guy like Giddy, who I think has a ton of potential, mm-hmm. Isn't Evan Mobley, who we somehow convinced ourselves that Cleveland was just going to hand us the pick for like, I thought we were trading up the whole day. I thought we were trading up. Yeah. Uh, I thank you. Oh, by the way, by the way, we are at Fassler Hall. Fassler Hall, and it has been awesome. Oh my God. Unbelievable. And if you, if you were here and you came out to enjoy this evening with us, we just want to say thank you and thank you to Lively. Brewery, yep. our good friend Nick, uh, all of the people here at Fastler, just a, an incredible night. Um, I mean, four or five thousand people showed up tonight. <laughs> no, and, and he missed it. Hit forty five thousand people. Yeah. So no, it was great. Uh, as always, 
overwhelmed by the amount of people that it's, were here. It's awesome. It was y'all are awesome. It was great. Thanks so much. If you so, were here, thanks for being there. There are lots of people in the stream that were here. So thanks for thanks for coming to the show. Uh man. Andrew, so, I need you to tell me about Giddy. Yeah, Josh Giddy is a really interesting prospect. He's six foot eight. He was the primary point guard for the Adelaide 36ers this past season. Uh, he had lots of triple doubles. We know about triple doubles here in OKC. Uh-huh. And, uh, they're, and they're worth? They're worth their weight in gold here. Worth in their weight in gold. So he's a to me, he's a guy at the NBA level that will play on the wing and can play a lot of minutes with this current iteration of the Thunder. And we've talked about like old age Thunder, new age Thunder so much. And part of me worried a little bit about that, about like saying that so much, because like, what if tonight they take Kaminga, Keon Johnson and somebody else? Then it's like, okay, then what is going on? Like, what is old age versus new age thunder? But tonight they like cemented themselves in this basically that they're only going to take like highly skilled players. Like that's what they're going to do. They're going to take players that know how to play the game. They're going to take guys that. Uh, will fit into a system and they're going to take guys that can everybody can grab the ball off the rim, push, go find a shot for themselves or go find a shot for others. And Josh Giddy is one of the best passers, period, in this draft. He can throw a lob pass with his offhand. He can, you know, live dribble reads off a pick and roll. He can do lots of stuff. Uh, he's six foot eight and he can play many positions. He can play from the guard. He can play forward as he gets stronger. I mean, he's 6'8 now. He's 18 years old. Like, he will likely get taller. Like, guys usually get taller. That's true. So, I mean, I he grew could, an inch at 21. Yeah. He could end up being like 6'10, <laughs> a 6'10, like, point forward type of player. And, you know, who, who knows? But he, he's got high potential. This is, but this is by far the ballsiest pick that Sam has made in a long time. Big balls. I mean, it really is. I mean, it it honestly is because I think that he was going to be available probably at eight or nine in the draft, certainly at 10. And this is if you're Memphis, this is why you don't trade, make a trade days before the draft, because it was like, OK, Memphis is trading to 10 so they can take Josh Giddy. Zyre- yeah. And they took Zyre Williams. I get it. Like, I get the disappointment in the sense of like, like just reading through some of the comments. I know that for you all, it would have been tied to get the next LeBron James at six. Yeah. But if this is not that conversation, like, yeah. And the Thunder would have traded up or down had that been an option that would have made sense. But what it feels like happened is they had six. They were stuck at six. Yeah. And they thought, we want Josh Giddy. So if you move to eight or nine, we're going to get Josh Giddy. Why not just draft him right here? Yeah. You know, or, like, I, so if, cause or it, perhaps there was also rumors that the Warriors really wanted him. Sure. So if, maybe they had intel that the Warriors were going to take him. We don't know. Well, like, even we, if there was a shot and he was your guy, then just take him where he is. Yeah. Because you're splitting hairs at this point as far as draft evaluations. If you're comparing it to book night or you're yeah. comparing it to i mean kaminga is all Kaminga's. upside yeah um who else went around eight night franz wagner you've got yeah davion mitchell went to the kings which is just a wild decision <laughs> it's, a, it's just a weird one but it's like at that point what yeah. do you what do you what did you want from the six that's that's the thing for me the only thing i'm disappointed is i wanted more action the 16th 
pick being swapped where they let Shangun go to the Rockets yeah. and they got two future first. I think that's yeah. one that makes me go. That's that's uh, one that I know that Thunder Twitter is not happy about. And I get it because I like Shangun quite a bit. I think that every, if if we're walking away from this draft with Giddy, Shangun, Trey Mann. Or Garuba, if you would have just. But yes, yeah, yeah. Trey Mann would have been the actual pick. That yeah, just leave it at Trey Mann because that's obviously who they had targeted there. I think everybody's feeling a lot better right now. I think that people are. I think that fans are tired of kicking the can down the yep. road. We're and tired of more draft assets. And, but the truth is, like, we this draft is clearly not the draft for the Thunder. And yeah. the twenty-two draft or the twenty-three draft could be the draft for the Thunder. They acquired more assets tonight. They acquired two additional first-round picks out of this draft, and are walking away with two guys that like. Josh Giddy has a really high ceiling. Trey Mann, we can talk about him. I don't really get it with him, mostly because I don't know where he plays with this team. And I, I'm a firm believer in that like, you need minutes for guys in order for them to play. And he's so slight and so skinny that he's not somebody that can play lots of different positions. Uh, I get it as far as the fit goes with like the Oklahoma City, what they're trying to build, and that like he can pass, he can shoot, he can dribble. Great. Like that's what they're looking for. They're looking for guys that can do all those things, which is great. Which is like a total heel turn from like the Andre Robertson, Sabo Cephalosha's of the world that they drafted. Josh Houston. Josh Houston, where it was just like, okay, let's just find these like mega athletes that have crazy long arms and see if we can teach them how to play basketball. I mean, now like it, they have a team full of hoopers. I mean, they really do. And are these the right picks? I mean, we, I've been beating the drum that listen, the draft order every year is wrong. Every single year, you can look at it. It's wrong. Now, the Thunder had to do the hard work, and I believe that they do the hard work. That's the thing that you have to like hang your hat on is the Thunder do the hard work when it comes to scouting, when it comes to making decisions about the draft. They're not always right. Are they right about this? I don't know. I think that there will be draft grades that will be released tomorrow morning that say that the Thunder did not have a good draft. And I think a lot like Thunder Twitter would probably totally agree with that. When was the last time that the Thunder actually got good draft grades, though? I mean, I was—I think I was talking to Jay about this earlier. Like, when was the last Thunder draft where you're where you walked away, and you're like, "Wow, that was an awesome draft. Everything went the way that we hoped it would go." Yeah. yeah. When? Legitimately, when? I can think back all the way to 2013, and when, I can't. Pick I mean, one. when they took Domas, like people were pretty pumped about that. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I don't. I just they also don't haven't had. That. They also haven't had high picks in the draft yeah, in, a long, I mean, in, a long, in a long time. I mean, they yeah. haven't had this kind of opportunity right. in front of them. So I yeah, mean, for, I, I mean, how many years though has it just? Last year was kind of an exception where it was like we kind of wanted them to take Poku and we we're yeah. excited about it and everybody knew that's what they wanted to do. And the 16th pick was the first pick that they had in the first round. So what do you even expect with that? Right. Exactly. And then the year before they take Darius Baisley, where like it was a collective. Who? Yeah, you know, like nobody knew who that was. He was from the USA. Dudes? Oh, that there's John, John Ham. Oh my John gosh, Hamm. John Ham. Ham, special He's guest. He's wasted. <laughs> he is running and He's wasted. Naked. He's naked at Fastler Hall. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, there's been a lot of confusing. This was this was the most confusing. John Ham being naked. 
This was, this was the most confusing naked man I've ever seen running. <laughs> now, this is one of the more confusing nights to watch the NBA draft unfold because it started with Giddy, where like you can't be completely surprised because it had been reported by uh, one of the best re- reporters in the world, Lee Ellis, yep. on No Dunks. Like that. Okay, like I can't. I wasn't shocked. I was actually kind of excited. And then when you started to see the guys that were falling down to 16, that's when I started to get excited. I was like, don't trade the picks. Just keep them. And, you know, everybody's freaking out about, well, these are protected picks. You're not going to get two unprotected picks for the 16th pick in the draft. Like, you're lucky to get two picks that could end up both being the 16th pick in the draft at some point. I think part of it, though, Andrew, is, is for me at least... So many of Thunder fans had invested a lot in knowing the guys that are in that range. I'll, I'll jump to the front of the line. So you're watching, you're watching yeah. Garuba and Shangun and Dude. even Moses Moody was at 14 to the Warriors. Like I know, man. You have all of these guys that you're like, holy smokes, these are the guys that we thought, man, it'd be tight to get up and get them at 10, it's and they're a, sitting it's there. It's one of my favorite ranges, yeah. And so, But instead, we got 18 and Trey Mann and two picks and a draft that we have no idea what it's going to end up be. Because yeah. you know, if you looked at the protections of those between the Wizards and the Pistons, is it's... 14 one year, 12 one year. You know, there's a chance it could be a 14, 13, 15, 16. Definitely. But at the same time, like the Pistons, like you looked at their roster with, I think, Cade doing a lot to kind of complete what they're trying to do as far as a rebuild or at least, I don't know, put the accelerator on that rebuild. Like, I think who knows what that pick's going to be. But I, I understand all of that. But I think for Thunder fans is number one is we're proving pretty quickly that that we are not the most patient fan base, at least in this iteration of a rebuild uh, in some sense. But at the same time, it's like Shea makes that all so complicated because you don't want him to be discontent. They're going to start working towards an extension at some point here in the next few weeks and all of that. And you just want to know, like, what does that extension look like with Trey Mann and Josh Giddy as mm-hmm. a 19-year-old or a 20-year-old or yeah, you know, that's what, like you have to question like does Trey Man play on this team no. because they have Ty Jerome, they have Teo, they have Shea, they have Dort. Like that's there's not a lot of minutes there for him. Well, I think what you were talking about earlier with Trey Man, a guy who can dribble, pass, shoot, yeah, do everything. Like that's a guy that you might play over. Oh my god, over Ty Jerome. Maybe. Who like, okay, Ty Jerome is a crazy good shooter, right? Yeah, but he, he might great. not have the skill set that you want to move forward with. So let's let's throw Trey Mann into the mix and see if that's the guy who can take over those minutes. Yeah. It's just hard because this is the first time that Oklahoma City as a professional basketball fan base has to do this. Yeah. Before when, you know, it was just like we have Kevin Durant, we have the James Harden, we have Russell Westbrook. And now it's like, we got to start. We're starting completely over. This is the first year of our, you know, the first big draft that we have where we have all these assets. And this is the first year of a multi-year process. It's also the first time as a fan base that we kind of expect the franchise to take flashy picks because of this position that we're in right now. Like what you're talking about, Luke, which... They just never have taken the flashy picks. It's just never been like that. Yeah. And so I think now we're saying, okay, well, this is different now. So let's take the 
let's take the scorers. Let's take the guys who have the names. Let's take these guys. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's kind of confusing now because they're still picking with the same yeah. intention and thoughtfulness that they always have. Yeah. The other thing you're saying, you know, can we play him when we have these three other guys? The Thunder, realistically, of those four guys with the million other picks that we have, mm-hmm. only need one or two of those guys to be our guy. Yeah. And the rest, the rest will not be because yeah. we have so, so many picks. Yeah. And so it's just hard to set. It's hard to get my head around like, you know, this is not the team that we're going to move forward with in the future. Yeah. And I think people treat the draft like we are going to get, you know, five of the best players. And then we are back to where we were. Exactly. And that's not it. Exactly. Yeah. People got really excited for the fact that they could have had one and five and thought and in their minds it was the rebuild is over right yes and they didn't they and obviously the thunder are very disappointed they didn't get that too one and five was something that they obviously very much wanted any franchise would want that like duh but the fact that they got six so now what they did is they said okay who's going to be there that we realistically believe will not only have a really high ceiling, but also will fit the current iteration of the Thunder that we want to create. And Josh Giddy like checks all the boxes, right? He's one of the younger guys in the draft. He's 18 years old. He has elite court vision. He can play multiple positions. He's not a crazy athlete. He's not a great shooter yet. I think he could end up being a good shooter in the NBA, but he's got a high ceiling. If he works out, like he's going to be a very, very good pro. And he's going to be very versatile. Yeah, I think you guys are alluding to this too, but like the failure is the lottery. Like the Thunder had some things that they could have done and some things that didn't go their way. Yeah. That changed the entire fortune of this draft. Sure. That's at least something we need to acknowledge. Like one more loss, a coin flip that doesn't go their way. Yeah. Or goes their way, excuse me. It's funny, like it goes their way in one sense, but when against them in the actual lottery, like mm-hmm. if those things don't happen, then all of a sudden I mean, you can look at the Boston game, you can look at the Clippers game, like whatever it is that changed the entire direction of this evening. Mm-hmm. And the Thunder fans, as they always do, are really good at looking at things that are so frustrating and saying, all right, we, we're going to get Scotty Barnes. Like we left that evening thinking, OK, yeah, Scotty Barnes. Scotty okay, I believe okay. in that. You Talk know, and so as soon as you start realizing, like, oh, it's actually a four-person draft, maybe five, and then on top of that, like, I will say this: like, the biggest frustration for me is I was watching Jalen Suggs go to number five, and you're no like, doubt. oh my gosh, how can they just switch one position, one pick yeah. away? But the other thing that that we all have to remember is to get a higher draft pick, you have to have a second team that is an interested in giving you their pick yeah and the magic were like uh jalen Suggs, yes please thank you yeah you have to have a team that like thinks the player that you think is good is not good enough for that pick and how often does that happen especially in this draft where it seemed pretty obvious who the best players were or yeah yeah or your literally your trade assets like what are you going to trade orlando that's going to be better than the jalen Suggs number five pick like hey we'll give you a protected 2024 pick or we'll give you the Clippers pick from next year or whatever. Like none of those are anything that's going to make somebody go. Yeah. That's equal value comparatively. Yeah. You know, what's, you know, what's scary to me is I think about how people talked about Danny age in the Celtics. What was it? Three seasons ago, two seasons ago, 
with all their picks, and they said, okay, we have Jason Tatum, we have Jalen Brown, and we have all these picks. Wow, watch Danny Ainge work and build this team and 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 build them up to be something that's a championship-level contender. And it's kind of scary to now be that team that people talk about that way, and then you go through a draft where, ah, oh, damn, maybe you thought they could trade up, use some mm. of those picks to trade up and get one of those players, and they don't, and you talk yourself into maybe not talk yourself into, but sort of with Josh Giddy and think about the future. And then it, it, there is that scary thing that's in the back of my mind about everything. Of There seems to be a lot of opportunity here with the amount of assets that Presti has. And I hope that it can work out. Well, just remember that like Danny Ainge drafted Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Like that's what you want to do. Yeah. Like if they, if they take, if Josh Giddy becomes as good as one of those guys, and then they draft somebody that's as good as the other one of those guys. They're like you're a well, great. Shea, well, you're Shea a, is one of those guys. Well, I'm just saying. But no, no, no. The thing is that you want to add those two to Shea. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Like right. that's the that's the plan. This and the thing about this is this was never a short going to be a short process. I I will point everybody back to the Oklahoma article that Sam Presti wrote. Like he never said this is going to take. This will take a very short amount of time, and it'll be very easy to follow this team. He's he said it was going to be a slow and painful process. Yeah, like that is correct. Going to, it's going Aaron Wiggins to the Thunder at fifty five. Very interesting. He was here in Oklahoma City. Went out to dinner with with them the other you, night. You did not with me. No. Yeah, I was there. I forgot my wallet. Yeah, he paid. Is he related uh, to Andrew Wiggins? Wiggins paid. Yeah, uh, it's a it, it it it's slow and it's painful and it and it is not something like we have to hit on one of these. Drafts. And it yeah. was with the six pick, it was not this draft. Yeah. And it's and it's just hard and a slow process. Mm-hmm. And so now, you know, what I do think is that I don't think with these additions, it's not like we are, you know, back in contention next year. We're back in the playoffs. It's nothing. They like don't want to be. They we don't do, the, we do not want to be. Yeah, we you we, shouldn't want to be. We are yet. going to be right back yet. here at Fassler Hall next year, hopefully with better picks. Yeah. With uh Great, great players that our fan base hopefully will fall in love with. Yeah, and then well, look we at, and we'll have that. Look at what the Grizzlies just did. They just traded a hyper productive player mm-hmm. with John Morant for their future. Right? It was a slow play. It was a smart play. It was a long play. Yeah. And like, I think that's maybe the team we need to look at more than than the are way you that about we Jonas. Think about who are you talking about? Yeah, Valanciunas. Okay. Valanciunas. Yeah, I mean. We, we don't know what the Thunder are going to do with Kemba Walker. There's lots of rumors that he'll be gone before the season starts, but I think they would, I think they would like to have him gone. I, I would like to have him gone so that they can have like a, a true season where they win like 18 games this year and are in like the bottom three. And that way you don't, you don't have the ability to fall as far as they did. And I don't know if you can do that with Shea or not. I think playing like just the young guys, period. And right now they don't have any centers on their roster. I still would not worry about that at all uh, because maybe they don't play with any big men this year. Like, and if they don't, that would be awesome. Who cares? Like, you yeah. got to stop caring about that stuff. If you're worried about like roster construction, like the Thunder's main goal is to to select the players they think are best and then to develop them and make them the best versions of themselves. Like that's going to be their job this next year 
It's not going to be about winning basketball games. It's going to be about team building. It's going to be about development. It's going to be about getting better every day. You're going to hear the same stuff that we've heard all last year, where it's the zero and zero mentality after every single game. They get trounced by 40 points by a team. Like they're going to keep pushing the zero and zero. How long that message, how long they can hold on to that message? Like, I don't know. But that's just that's just a fact. Like that's where we're headed. And that's where this has been heading. Even if they had gotten Evan Mobley tonight, if they had traded a boatload of assets to get Evan Mobley, they were still headed for a yeah. similar type of season. This draft was not going to fix everything for them. And one, it's okay to feel disappointed about what happened tonight. Because after spending and investing so much time in like figuring out who these guys are, and then the Thunder having completely different evaluations of them. I tried to reiterate that. Like, we don't know their evaluations. We don't know what their big board looks like. We don't know what... It, it looks vastly different than everybody else's. It looks vastly different than all of the guys that are doing these big boards. And I, I, I just have to remember that. That we don't know. And everybody thought they knew heading into this. I mean, you log into Twitter this morning... You would think that James Booknight was going to be on the team. You would think he was already on the team. Yeah. If all you did was log in and look and be like, oh, who's on the Thunder? It looks like James Booknight's on the Thunder. Yeah, my dreams can You know, and your dreams just got dashed. Nightmare. Nightmare. And and it's just just what we got to get used to. And this is what it's going to be like. And uh, that's and that's just I'm not bummed about this because it's just you guys walk in with the expectation of. This is draft one yeah. of year of a, of a years long process. Yeah, it is. And so, because you because I, I even have to think it's hard to do. Yeah. Because I even after you know we got a even in the past when we got a number two pick we had Kevin Durant we were still after that bad enough to then get the picks where we got James Harden Russell Westbrook. Yeah. So even if we got the best you know one in five. It doesn't, it's not boom. We're on the road again now back. It's, we still got you. We're still several years away. And yeah. now in this one, no, we are several years away. That is so wise and mature of you. That was like, Thank this you. is like best version of L Man that I've maybe ever heard. It's unbelievable. You need this to have so like two or three beers before the uh, fry pot on. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to try to get some TQs. If you are on the stream, send us some questions on Twitter. Just reply to the tweet that I just sent out. Uh, Trey Mann just tweeted 51 minutes ago. OKC! Exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. Let's get to work. Hashtag Thunder Up. Let's get to work. It'll be a uh, fun summer league. Also, Jeremiah Robinson Earl, our second round pick that we haven't talked about. Get or ready to get to work. I have a lot to say. Hashtag Thunder Up. We've got... we. Okay, so how will Chris Fisher say Jeremiah Robinson Earl's name? Do we believe that he will stick to his guns that, with the Shagilgis Alexander? He'll say Jeremiah Rob Inson Earl. Jeremiah Robinson Earl. Earl. <laughs> Jeremiah Robinson. Jeremiah Earl. Robinson. I think that's correct. Hey, hey, Jay. Thanks. Thanks for pouring new one, those. Uh, Jeremiah so Robin. That, that was also a surprise. And it continues with the tradition. And Michele, if you're listening, you can uh 
identify with this. McKelly and I work really hard to create a show about all the draft prospects that we can every year. And we try to pick out the right guys. And every single year, without fail, the Thunder takes somebody in the top 40 that, that we don't cover. And yep. Jeremiah Robinson Earl continues that tradition. Oh, they're so good at that, aren't they? They're very good at it. So he he's an interesting forward. It's all about the shooting with him. Can he shoot it? I don't know. Like He's a, a multi-tool defender, not the greatest athlete. It's, it's wild. This might be... This is the start, like two years in a row, where the Thunder take guys in the draft that aren't great athletes. And they didn't take a great athlete in this draft, which is just really interesting. It's just... I would say this, though. We've been burned before. We've been burned in the past. Was SGA considered a great athlete in his draft? No, definitely not. Definitely and not. I just think like that kind of uh, that a, judgment of a player is just very strange at this point. Well, it's like, like well, it's like it's comparative, right? It's like the quick twitch athleticism that like Russ has. Is, yeah, but like, okay, so look at Russ. How effective is he? I mean, he puts up stats, but like, <laughs> wow. I'm just saying. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. He's effective. I Laker. Love, by we got the a way, Laker hater over no, here. No, no. I was about to say, Russ on the Lakers is my favorite thing. We've already talked about this. That is amazing. Have, have we talked about this? I don't think you were there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Where's it on? Oh, well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, you guys want to go some Twitter questions real quick? Yeah, let's do some rapid fire. They're shutting the bar down here. Yeah, so. what's your favorite cookie? All right, this is from at Dortpoy. Is Lee Ellis the only one we should trust from now on? He's the only one that knew, so yes. Uh, Real Brankso says, this: the year is 2028, and Sam Presti is still trading draft picks for more draft picks. Shea is now 30 and excited about the rebuild. We're having this exact same podcast. Yes. Uh, tonight was very fun. I'll say that. It was fun. Tonight was, was very time. fun. I like. I would like to do this night again. It's. I, guess if I what? Could, if I could rewind and do it again, I would. Really? Yeah. Wow. Would oh. you not? No regrets. Yeah. No regrets. No regrets. I, uh, I. I'll do this again next year. Yeah. Let's do it again next yeah. year. Uh, Game of Thunder Seven. How good is the 2022 class? I've heard it's very good. I don't know that much about it. We honestly won't know that much about it until the end of the college season. Can you just go ahead and give us a quick uh, 25, 30 player big board? <laughs> yeah. Give me your 2022 big board. Uh, no. It's time. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24 7 US based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Call 1-800-DIRECTV. Claim based on total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. Terms and restrictions apply. Uh, let's see. Uh, D nasty with the A as a four. Uh, is it fair to question the way the assets were handled tonight? 
the two first from pick 16 will likely end up as seconds. We I don't think know. that's quite a jump to make, actually. Yeah, that's... that's like, we don't know that. The, that's protections, the also, protections feel like they're going to land. They'll land. And also, they may not have those picks after... They may trade them next draft. They may trade them next year. We don't know. Like this They is may just trade more ammo. them for more picks. They may trade them for 50 picks. Who knows? You can't... Everybody's so caught up in that. Like, I don't like the protections on these picks. Dude's like, chill out. They don't turn into two seconds for a while. Yeah. So we can't get caught up. We don't know what these teams are going to be. So I, I don't, I don't like that. And then using thirty-four and thirty-six to only move up to thirty-two. One, one thing about that, we don't know what's available. Does it feel like that wasn't enough value? I kind of agree that it didn't feel like it was enough value. I think like those two picks are pretty valuable and perhaps valuable enough to trade up into the first round. Uh, clearly, they weren't. And maybe, obviously, they had targeted Jeremiah Robinson Earl and decided that was their guy. And they took him. And do I know a lot about him? I don't. I did. McKellen, he was the Villanova. guy. Villanova. Went to Villanova. He did. Went to school at Villanova. Power, Power forward. forward? Power forward. Yeah. PF. Toolsy. Four. It's a little toolsy. Uh, Multi-tool. But yeah, don't. Man, I just, I don't know. We can't, it does feel that way. I think it is safe. I think it it is fair to question it. Absolutely, it's fair to question it. But it's just really hard when we don't know exactly what was available to question it. But I understand questioning it. Are you saying it requires context to have a nuanced conversation about something? Yes, probably so. Okay. Uh, Kids. Creamer Nathan, which I just want to say, Creamer Nation. Um, says, uh, <laughs> oh, do you? How many steins did each of you drink? It's an urgent TQ. L man. Um, I had the uh, lively lights. Yeah, and I had I had two, and then I I th- that's about it. I always thought they were steins. All right, John <laughs> underscore Mitchell three says, do you think Sam has watched a college game in the past five years? Because it seems like he hates college basketball. Oh, man. Uh, of course he has. He loves Australian basketball. You might if, be- you, if you want to really, if you love the sport, you watch Australian, Lithuanian yeah. basketball. He also loves corporate interns. Yeah. So you also have to recognize that the Trey Mann pick, like the Thunder link to the Florida program is like, that's a real thing, right? Like they know... That's that's where their coaches, their last two coaches have come from, is from Florida. And so they they have a lot of information on Trey Mann, and I'm sure that he watched the college basketball games. Uh, let's see. Parker. Do you think this is oh. yeah, a, go ahead. a Juana Man situation where, hmm. no, it's actually, it might not actually be him and it might be someone pretending to be him? No. Who? A female. But what do you mean? Who? Pretending to be who? Juana Man. That was where a man pretended to be. You're talking about Trey Mann? Yeah. The Juana Man. Mm. Where a man pretended to be a female basketball player, maybe this is actually—you uh, never know. I'll have to look into this. I think you could know. Investigate, uh, Parker E. Future deep dive. <laughs> it's a future deep dive for Elmans. Online deep dive. Uh, on a scale of one to ten, how upset are you that we didn't get Vrens, aka poor man's Poku? Did he get selected? Do we know? No. I have not seen it yet. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he's been selected. Uh, still a chance to bring him in as an undrafted player. Um, you know, I wish him the best. 
uh, at Luke underscore Mensky. What are we doing? What are we doing? Uh, Zach Vobernik asks, why do we pass on Shangun? Uh, it's a great question. I would have really been excited if they drafted Shangun. I think he's he's got a high ceiling as a player too. I they I mean the simple answer is they didn't they obviously didn't like him and they liked the value of having those two future picks more. I mean that's like the simple answer, right? Um, again, we don't know about the evaluations of these players. Uh, Shangun will struggle to play defense, and. Maybe that's something Thunder weren't interested in at the big man position. Classic Houston ball. Hey, Houston had quite the draft. They had quite the draft. They did. They okay. had Garuba and Shangun, which if if the Thunder got that combination at 16 and 18, I would have. And they had the opportunity to. I would have been very excited about that. You would your Shangun. And then. It's great content. Thank you. Uh, and then Jalen Green at two. Like that's. They had a great, great draft uh it was you know very different than thunder's draft <laughs> you know from from the perspective of studying the players and the from the perspective of reading everybody that we've read you know they had a very good draft so will it work out i don't know um let's see yeah the <laughs> Jaden Galvin says, you don't know the pain it was to watch Shangun wear the Thunder hat and not have him on the team. I know that that was that was brutal. Uh, let's see. Uh, at Brian Nix, who is here tonight. Thanks for coming to the party. He says, Woj just said he expects Kimba to be moved before the season. What teams have a, a decent five but need it, but need a vet wing? Sixers. Yeah, the Sixers definitely need him. Um, you think they give us uh, Embiid? You think that you think that Joel Embiid's available for? Kemba I, I Walker? do wonder. Like, obviously, that's not real, but yeah, I do wonder what what does the Thunder do in free agency? Like, they obviously oh, they're not going to spend not, a ton of money, but like, not much. They still have to fill out a roster. Or do you just? Pick up guys off the scrap. You don't think that? I mean, they have enough. Don't they have like twenty three? They have enough players. Yeah. I just keep buying into this idea that you need a center, but apparently not. What for? Would be my question. Play Ty Jerome at center. J I. Just play your favorite player, Isaiah Roby, at center. J. She's still on the team. Here's J. Here's here's the plan. Bring back Moose. Here's the plan on media day. Can't imagine he'd want to do that, but then again, J. What you, you need to wear? You need to buy a. Your own Thunder jersey. Okay. Smith on the back, 6'9". Yeah. Go to Media Day and just say, I'm, I'm, and just I'm gonna go and participate. Participate. Yeah. Be like, I'm the, I'm, Sorry, I'm, I'm the center. I'm not here to interview. I'm actually here to, uh, I'm the five. Give an interview? Yeah. I'm, I'm actually, <laughs> yes. You interview me. I'm on the team. Yeah. Literally, Ty Jerome was told. Somebody asked me a question. Yeah. And then we're set. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, somebody asks, uh, let's see, who is this? At Evo underscore cloud asks, what was more disappointing, the lottery or the draft? Lottery. 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 Yeah, the lottery was brutal. Uh, at 405 fans, Sam went from drafting no skill to drafting no athleticism. Is there not need for some of both? I mean, I, I think that's probably a 
a leap. I, I mean, Giddy's not Kuminga as far as athleticism or Jalen Green, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Um, and this roster is still in construction is the thing that we always have to con- continue to remember. But yeah, definitely, it definitely feels different. We have yeah. Poku. What more athleticism do you need on the team? <laughs> it's a skill game. You know, that's that's the way that it is. Unless you're elite like Giannis, you know, it's a skill game. Like it's, it's that's what it is. So get as many guys that can do as many things as possible. And I I think there's the still the reality, and maybe Poku or Giddy can develop into one of these guys that the only like true like building block that they have right now is Shea. You know? Like yeah. truly. And that's scary. Because you have them. Yeah. You want to keep them. And that's why I think this week everyone was just freaking out about like, oh my gosh, we're trading it. We're out him and a pick for one. Like yeah. we're trading him. Like, why are we trading away the one thing we know we have? I know. People are freaking. And it's just People scary. Hey, John Ham. It is just scary because that timeline stuff is real. I think with him. It is. Bye. It is. And Bye, money will Bye, talk with him. Yeah. He will sign the extension. Everybody will chill out a little bit, but perhaps they do trade him at the draft next year. And up, up, up. I mean, it's possible. Now everyone hates Andrew. Oh, sorry, everybody. Uh, let's see. At Will Hendrickson says, why should we ever listen to the draft scuttlebutt again? I feel betrayed by the scuttlebutt. Here's the thing. Scuttlebutt is just that. Scuttlebutt. Yeah. you will- Could be something, could be nothing. You could be. You will be betrayed by scuttlebutt the rest of your life. That you did you do not you you cannot live and die by the scuttlebutt. Exa- that's exactly right. L man is like the wisest L man that we've so heard. Wise in so wise, so long. I'm just so good. I I I I have a lot of. Uh, I'm at the height of my wisdom on Thursday night. Yeah, Friday you, Friday morning, no wisdom. It's true. I agree. Uh, does Giddy start from day one at full court Presti? I think you should. I don't see why not. Start him at the three. Start. Poku at the four, start Roby at the five. Let me ask you guys something right now. Yeah. Do you already like Giddy better than Baszler? Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I think I do, too. I do, oh, too. Oh, yeah. And I didn't even really want to drop yep. Giddy. Yep. We're like Giddy up. Nice. Cowboy. You have really, missed, you have really missed some podcasts. Partner. Oh, Joel Ayayi signs with the Lakers. Oh, two-way deals are, are trickling out right now. Oh, nice. Um, let's see. Let me get two-way. All right. Anything else? You guys got anything else before we go? Any Anything you need to get off your chest? Maybe like, Luke, do you have any wise, you know, advice? I'll say this. The wise, the truly wise man doesn't say he's wise. He just is. <laughs> that's wisdom
As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.